0: Welcome to our second interview, today we are going to address a hot topic this week. I bet you have heard about hashtag black lives matter. However, it is not supposed to be treated as a temporary trend, it is a serious matter which we have not overcome. It kills and leaves scars. We need to be able to talk openly about any kind of discrimination. Racism needs to be debated. Black people need to speak by themselves, but most of the time they are just silenced. Not because they do not have a proper voice, but due to a lack of space for them to speak and be heard. And that is why we are here today. We are going to welcome three friends from different backgrounds that will discuss about their perspectives on racism as black people. Our first special guest is Vitor. Hi Vitor, could you please introduce yourself and answer what do you understand for racism? How does it affect you directly?
1: Hi Cassia, I'm really honored to be here talking to you and expressing my thoughts. As a black man, I'm trying to be more aware of black movements. Actually, I'm always studying and reading books about race oppression and I think this knowledge is an essential weapon to fight against racism. Furthermore, I understand racism as a structure of oppression that denies opportunities and rights for people just based on skin color or ethnical origin. Well, I can feel racism in daily practice. Sometimes, it is expressed only in a different look towards me.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I can't even imagine how it is. But what do you think must change in our society in order to make it more inclusive and free from prejudice?
1: Oh gosh, there are definitely a lot of things. Um but the first thing that comes to my mind is to stop underestimating black people just because they are black. It happened a lot with me at school. Even with the things that I was excellent.
0: Yes, for sure. That definitely must change. Thanks a lot for your participation here, Victor. Now, let's meet our next guest. We will have a special international guest speaker today. Mm, We are fancier than ever. His name is Tyler and he is American. He agreed on sharing some experience he had in his country. Hi, Thai. Here in Brazil, the police kill a lot every day, and most black and poor people. Can you give your opinion on the latest cases of murders on black people by police officers that happened recently in the US?
2: Um, so police officers have always killed black people, um, in the United States of America. However, because of social media and the prevalence of smartphones and video, it's a lot easier to get that on camera and to show evidence of those killings where previously police and others would kill black people and minorities without having any repercussions because there's no video however that being said i think because of quarantine and the popularity of this latest killing on video it's become more of a national news story however it's always been a thing but the real issue isn't so much that the police are killing blacks and minorities which is a issue but the real issue is The real issue is that the system which hold the police and most governmental agencies is developed to secure and prompt or push forward white people, whereas other minorities don't get the same luxuries and kindness that white people do. So what I mean by that is that when minorities get killed by the police, it gets buried by the police, by the government in many different ways to not reflect that the police are killing black people. Um, but it doesn't even, it's not just ends with police, it ends with wealth, it ends with where people live, it ends with funding into schools and neighborhoods with minorities in it. It's a society, it's a, like a social issue that white people have the power and they hold it very tightly in america and they don't share it with others so while police do kill you know black people predominantly um it's more of a society issue so that's what people are fighting for to make changes in society um
0: yeah historically speaking the way we face racism in brazil is different from the us we used to say that racism in Brazil is hidden and silenced, but exists and takes families apart by grieving their dead relatives. I want to hear from your experience in your home country. Is racism explicit or hidden in the US?
2: I would say it's definitely definitely more prevalent and in your face. Uh, it depends on where you are. It could be hidden, um, and in other places of the country, it's not hidden. So I'll give you an example. I grew up in a neighborhood that was predominantly white people. Um, However, it was in a upper middle class neighborhood in New York, which is like a more northern state. So no one really would say anything outwardly racist to my face, but they would do things that were racist. So what I mean by that is um, I didn't always grow up in a nice neighborhood. My parents worked really hard to get us there. However, when we moved to the neighborhood, um, my parents had to have their boss, which is a white man, sign for the house because it was the people who were selling the house, they necessarily didn't want to say they didn't want to sell it to a black person, but that's what they were doing. So we got um, my mom's boss, who's a white man, to basically come in and buy the house and transfer it to my family. Um, And then secondly, when we first moved into that neighborhood, um, my parents would tell me that a lot of the clubs and organizations around were full. So, for instance, we have these, like, Boy Scouts and sports teams. They said that there was no room, but we also had a friend who was white that lived next door to us, and he was able to get into the same things that I wanted to. We were the same age. Just, you know, I was black and he was white. So they lied about that. So they won't tell you to your face that they don't want you there, but they'll do certain things to prevent you from being there, especially if you're a minority in a white neighborhood. Now, I've been to other parts of the country. Like I said, I live in New York, and things have changed, but I've been to parts of the country in the south that I've walked into places, and they basically said, You cannot come in here. And they didn't say it like, we won't let you in here because the establishment or the owners of the business um, didn't allow me, but they were fearful of the people's reaction who were in the establishment reacting negatively to my presence. So I went into a bowling alley um, in North Carolina, and I was with three of my white friends, and I was the only black guy. And the guy at the desk basically said, please do not come in here because the people that are bowling here and the people who, who come here are very racist. And if you walk in there, they're going to, you know, treat you really badly or something may happen to you. So I, they, they recommended for me to not go there. And I listened to that recommendation because at the end of the day, it's not worth me going into some place where people for no real reason, hate me um, and potentially would do something bad to me. So in America, you can get both sides people hide it and then people say it right to your face i think maybe compared to any other country americans are more outwardly racist but i think americans are more outspoken in general so i think that just comes with being american
0: well i think we have a lot to process after all of this first thank you for sharing thank you so much for sharing this personal information it is really frustrating and also touching in a way to hear all of these stories that you have experienced thank you for your time and availability here and finally, our last but not least guest is Michele. Hi Michele, happy that you are here talking to us. I know your engagement on black and feminist movement goes beyond the internet, but I want to hear from you. How do you think social media can help the black movement?
1: Hello, Cassia. So I believe that we can always do both, be engaged online and of course offline too. Basically, social media help people to be aware of things that are happening now. It's a beneficial search and can be used in a favor of causes and movements. For example, you can follow people who are activists. You can post things for the cause.
0: Yes, definitely. Those are great tips. Final question now: Are you optimistic about the future? Do you think we can develop into a more inclusive and equal society?
1: I'm not sure if we can do it if we're still living under a system that is very oppressive. But I hope for better days.
0: Yes, me too. We should bear in mind that although we did not create the system, we can contribute to its end. It's up to us. Thank you all for participating and see you in class. (laughs)